Chapter 41 When the wise learn of the Tao, they surf it throughout their lives. When most of us learn of the Tao, we sometimes surf it, sometimes wipe out. When arrogant fools learn of the Tao, they laugh at it, and of course they do. If they didn't, it wouldn't be the Tao. Therefore, the ancient wisdom says, The illuminating Tao seems dim. The Tao makes progress, but seems to step back. The Tao's best route seems too rough. Does summit seems like a low valley. High honor seems disgraceful. Abundant duh seems meager. Steadfast duh seems inconsistent. Genuine truth seems like relativism. The ultimate geometry defies common sense. Extraordinary talent matures slowly. The secret chord is hard to discern. The big picture is hard to perceive. The hidden Tao is nameless. Yet the Tao alone can nurture the world from its birth to its fulfillment. <laughs> Oddly enough, and, and this does sound a, a little blasphemous to me, <laughs> but something that kind of has come through as I've been thinking about this chapter is this YouTuber who I've been following a little bit. Uh, and he's talking about the cryptocurrencies. He happens to be a day trader and I am not at all recommending whatsoever day trading cryptocurrencies. It's a very volatile market, but it's precisely that that also has kind of piqued my interest. Like what in the world is going on here? I read so much on the subject. And so I found this one particular YouTuber. Uh, his name is Sammy Loyal. He goes at four flies with the F-O-R, not the number four, but at four flies. What is interesting about him is he has a very conservative approach. He was around back, you know, doing the crypto exchanges and things like that or whatever, back in, uh, 2017, 2018, when he was 16 at the time, by the way, uh, when that whole market crashed and he learned a lot from it um, and he's been trading ever since and he's made himself quite successful, dropped out of high school. He's 19. He, I don't know, super wealthy now. I, again, I'm not advocating for him or his lifestyle or anything. What I am saying is the lessons that he offers, it seems that he's different than other people. He's far more conservative and he uh, has learned from the mistakes that he's made. And one of the things that he talks about is, is, you know, when you're involved in this like high risk situation and you're letting your emotions get involved or you're not sleeping at night, then there's something wrong there that, um, that you're, you're not going to be able to make the rational decisions that you need to make. Uh, you're not going to be able to see what you need to see when you have, you know, certain either expectations or like I said, you're, you're got cloudy thinking because, you know, you can't, you can't sleep or, or, you know, you're looking at the stuff too much. You're overanalyzing things. And one of the things that he, he talks about how much even just in the crypto world, it's just based on this psychology. People often, you know, have this, you know, this fear of losing out. So it's their greed that gets them to, you know, invest more and more, 
you know, at a certain time. And, and then also that same greed that won't allow them to, um, you know, sell off, you know, while making a profit and instead holding on so long that, that you end up, you know, losing money or, or breaking even. You lose your opportunity to make money. He often advises, you know, he doesn't advise, sorry, but he, al- he often mentions how, you know, the best time to buy is when every, everybody else is selling and the best time to sell is when everybody else is buying. So it goes completely opposite of what you are thinking or the, the I guess, the psychology behind uh, the moment of, you know, when you're seeing the numbers go up and he's like, okay, it's time to sell. <laughs> and you're like, wait, but this may not be the end. There might be more, you know, that kind of thing. I bring this all up because the way that he's been able to be successful is sort of doing the opposite of what many people would think you're supposed to do at a certain time. And he allows the actual reality of what is going on. He just looks at that and he allows that to help take part in his decision making and not what he wants to see in the market. I mean, so many times when whenever we are doing something or excited about something, it's just so easy for us to, you know, view it through a lens of, you know, wanting this whole thing to to be successful or do the thing that we want it to do that we can't see sometimes where it's going wrong. And so if I look at if I apply some of even that to like what I'm seeing here in this chapter, if you are following the way of the Tao, first of all, <laughs> um, you know, your minimalism is a huge thing with the Tao. So while everybody else is sort of accumulating things and showing off that they're successful by, you know, having the right cars and buying all these, you know, various things and having these luxury items or whatever that have what you need and, and, and all of that. But without this need to uh, accumulate things or whatever as a show of your success, that instead you're getting rid of things or deciding that you don't need certain things that, you know, that you can, you can live off of less. The other thing that I think is super, super important is uh, truth. The ability to face reality and to see the truth in a situation without as much as you can, without letting your own wishes, desires, fears, any of that stuff get in the way with your decision making, could just see a thing for what it is and act accordingly, that that, the way that you act with that knowledge, (laughs) if you will, but that perspective, it's going to be so much more healthy for you, so much more sane in exactly doing doing what you need to do at the time rather than you know, again, if you let your, your feelings and your emotions and fears and greed and all those things to get in the way, that's when we make poor decisions. That's when, you know, we're, we're, our heads are somewhere else. But when we're doing these things, you're often going against what the world in general would would often advise or say that it looks like maybe you're going backwards. But really... You're finding freedom in in this new way of being and doing things. It is through that that I have been able to find this peace in my life that I wasn't able 
to get any other time. And I don't have it all the time. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned that, you know, most of us, when we learn of the Tao, we sometimes surf it and we sometimes wipe out. And friends, I wipe out. I wipe out often. And it's all the more discouraging when I do because I also know that I've wiped out. But it's also being able to face that reality and really confront that and to see exactly what happened there that I learned from that too. And there's another chapter where Lao Tzu says, there's really no difference between your success and failures because both of them are your teachers. If, and let me add, that's if you allow it to be your teacher, right? There's a lot of times where we just try to cover up our failures or we, you know, we can't admit it. If we can't admit it and we, then, then we just, it won't be our teacher. It'll just be, uh, you know, this, this bump that we don't quite understand and we'll probably fall into that trap all over again. Anyway, folks, what I don't, I, what I do know from this chapter is that often when you are on the right path, it won't look like what everybody else is doing, not necessarily. And don't let that stop you from being bold enough to do what it is that you need in your own life to keep finding that, that peace. So friends, I'm here, I don't know, I'm here to bring you encouragement. If you're doing, if you are doing certain things and you realize that this is what you need to do, what's healthy for you, and it's going against sometimes what other people are saying that they think that you should be doing, I'm here to offer you encouragement. Keep up the good work. Do what it is that you need to do. That is the only way that you can start to find that real deep peace upon peace. And guess what? I don't know. I've often found sometimes that when I'm getting closer to that point where I have found peace, that sometimes there are certain individuals in my life that don't want me to be there. And it gets harder with those relationships. But that's okay too, because those people, they're suffering in their own way, right? And you can have deep compassion upon that and hope that someday they also can find deep peace upon peace. Thank you, friends, and have a great day. Thank you.